everyone and welcome to Into the Dark with Leah. My name is Mahalia Jackson and I appreciate you all so much for tuning into my first episode. I just want to forewarn those listening that today I'll be discussing some sensitive topics um, including the presumed death of a child and drug abuse. So there are two victims in today's story, one being Kion Jones, a two-month-old baby, and his 39-year-old mother, LaDonia Boggs. Uh, they also take place nearly a year apart. So the first part of this story will be regarding the disappearance, presumed death of Kion Boggs that took place on May the 4th of 2021. Um, on that date, Boggs contacted his father, who at the time was unknown, um, but we later now know to be Carl Jones, and stated that she would like for him to come pick up the baby because she could no longer handle it. Um, as far as I know, Boggs does have other children. They are not named, of course, because they are all under the age of 18, and I don't know quite how many children are hers because a total of five children lived in that apartment where she resided so that is still unknown but nonetheless she contacted carl jones stating that she would like for him to come pick up kion because she could no longer handle it he did not come get the baby that day so on wednesday may 5th boggs contacted the father again saying that the baby would be gone for a long time because he had been picked up by dc's child and family services and later on that same day boggs contacted the father again saying that he'd been picked up by cps and one of the children in the background backed up that story so later on we also found out that none of the children had seen a cps worker come to pick up their sibling this is just simply what they were told by their mother um on wednesday that same night Boggs spent a night at the hotel with the baby's father and she gave him a false name of a social worker that had supposedly come to pick up their son named Wanda Davis. Interestingly enough, this is the name of one of the father's relatives. So why she gave this name, uh, she most likely was not in her right state of mind and it just sound good. So also I would like to know how can you be in a hotel with someone and your child is in the custody of the Department of Family Services? Now, LaDonia gave varying accounts of when the child was actually removed from the home. Um, originally, she said it was at night. Then she later on changed the story and said that the child was moved removed during the day um, and that the social worker had told her she had received an anonymous call stating that LaDonia was using drugs. Now, if she had received this anonymous call, I would like to know why she didn't remove all of Boggs' children instead of just the baby, if there's reported drug use and child neglect. That that just doesn't make any sense. But, um... She gave them the name of Wanda Davis, who actually ended up being one of um, Carl Jones's relatives that lived in Las Vegas. The Youth and Family Services Division of D.C. Police also interviewed Boggs' children on May 7th. One child told police their mother, who appeared to be under the influence of some substance, said CPS took the baby. The child said 
The last time they saw the baby awake was on Tuesday, May 4th. Boggs told police she did not have a phone number for the infant's father, but then ultimately gave up his number. She said she had not spoken with him in a month, even though she had just spoken with him, what, three days prior on May 4th when she requested, when she called him, this is by cell phone now, when she called him to request that he come pick up the baby. This is also not including the fact that she spent a night with him at a hotel on Wednesday. She had also told police that she hadn't spoken with Carl Jones in a month, but then she later changed the story saying that she had called him to inform him that the baby had been picked up by Child Protective Services. All right. Boggs then changed her story yet again and told police she had given the baby to a different woman because she couldn't cope with caring for him. Boggs said the woman was her godmother, but told police she had deleted text messages and contact information from her cell phone when the police asked for it. This behavior is very shady. I don't know how she thought she this was going to work in her favor, but she was also on drugs, so I, I'm going to say she just wasn't in her right state of mind. Now, police contacted this alleged godmother who said that she did not have the baby. At that point, Boggs admitted that the woman was actually the paternal grandmother of one of her children, and she knew she didn't have the child. She's just making this so much worse for herself. Then Boggs said she gave the baby to a friend who lived on Good Hope Road. She told police, I didn't want my baby because me and his father was going through whatever we was going through. These are her words exactly. But detectives said no one with the name Boggs gave them lived on Good Hope Road. When asked by police for the friend's phone number, Boggs said she didn't have it. After giving police several stories, Boggs admitted she was in bed with the, with the infant when she woke up and he was no longer breathing. So, as the story goes, apparently LaDonia Jones, sorry, LaDonia Boggs was on PCP the night her child passed away. Um, and apparently the child was laying on her chest, she rolled over and accidentally suffocated him. Um, she later on said that she was not on PCP that night, but had been two days previously, and she was just hallucinating the day that he passed away. Police eventually gave up their interrogation after receiving so many various stories from her, um, but she later on contacted them Saturday, May 8th, and told them that she had rolled over onto the baby while high on PCP, and when she woke up, he was underneath her stomach and was no longer breathing. She told police that she'd wrapped him in a blue baby blanket and put him in the trash can. Um, they do have video surveillance of her taking out the car seat, a cardboard box that's said to be big enough to fit a two-month-old baby's body and um, a another blanket or some sort to the garbage can outside of her apartment building. Now... Police have yet to actually find the baby's remains. They searched a landfill in the Richmond, Virginia area for his remains and still have not found them. She was arrested but then released on June 10th with no bail because they could not find the child's remains. So they declined to actually charge her with murder. They instead would like to charge her with tampering with evidence. I don't quite understand that. Um, 
I guess the tampering part is the wild goose chase she kind of led them on in this situation when they were trying to locate the child. But hope, uh, I can't even say hopefully anymore because she is no longer here. So there won't be any justice in this situation. But um, I guess possibly tampering with a body or like, you know, wrongful disposal of a body because that's the thing as well. I guess they could have added that to her list of charges, but of course that's no longer possible because she is not here. Now, as of, what is this? Friday, um, April 29th, Carl Jones, the father of Kion Jones, was arrested by the Metropolitan Police on Wednesday after the body of 39-year-old LaDonia Boggs was found inside her apartment on the 1500 block of Benning Road. Police state she had puncture wounds on her abdomen as well as right calf, and there was a trail of blood leading from her body in the bedroom to the living room. There was also blood on the couch. Um, surveillance video from outside Boggs' building shows Jones holding a knife. Court records said pro prosecutors also claim he was seen on video throwing away a bloody carpet into the dumpster. Jones was arrested and charged with second-degree murder while armed. When interviewed by, by detectives, he said he and Boggs occasionally smoked PCP. Now, if you want to reflect back on what I told you about when he called Child Protective Services, he stated her drug use, not their drug use, just her specifically. I, I guess this is just to get his son back and that they wouldn't look into his history or background or whatever. But nonetheless, when asked if he killed her, Joan said, if I did, would I be wrong for doing that? And they list that no motive was given. I think we all know the motive. She killed his son, although intentionally, her drug habits, neglect, and or abuse led to the death of their child. Now, I just recently heard a story of another baby. I can't recall in what state it was in, but he was starved to death. He was approximately the same age as Kion, and you know, everyone said, oh, he was born small but healthy, and everyone saw the baby. Oh, he was small, but he was all right, and the mother had other children and one of the other children she was required to keep a food log of that she was feeding this child he had to record the times the amount the child ate continuously because she was known for neglecting her children she even made a statement saying well if he didn't cry he didn't eat come on now why they didn't pursue murder charges in the case of LaDonia Boggs I do not understand because Kion's death was a direct correlation to her neglect and her lifestyle. She should not have had custody of any of her children. How this went unnoticed for so long, I would say is a mystery to me, but it isn't because DCFS is just so overloaded with cases and stories like this. I mean, not every child can be saved, but it's just a tragedy because many of these family members, I'm sure they knew what was going on and they had a chance to save this baby. Police said Boggs and Jones were the parents of two-month-old Kion Jones. The baby went missing last May and was presumed dead after Boggs confessed to throwing his remains away in the trash. And we know this. So I would like to see how this case proceeds because, um, and I'll keep you guys updated as well. This is, this is a frustrating story because there are other children involved. So even though Kion, of course, he is no longer here and that family can't receive closure because they also don't have his body. So 
we don't know if she sold Kion for drugs or if she indeed put his body in that trash. She could have sold him for drugs and then threw away all of his belongings to make it seem like he never existed. He could have been in the dumpster. We'll never know. Hopefully we do so he can get a proper burial. But as of right now, it's it's unknown. And it's frustrating because she had other children. So what happens to them? And in this situation, she was a drug addicted mother who had family that knew she was drug addicted and they did not take custody of her children. So now that she is no longer here, What's going to happen to them? Because they wouldn't do it before. I'm not going to say they wouldn't, but they couldn't. Because in some situations, these parents do not want to relinquish custody, knowing they are unfit. And DCFS can't do anything because they don't have enough evidence to prove that the parent is unfit. Um, And these children are also without a mother. And I don't know if their fathers are present. Most likely they aren't because of the situations that they are in. It's just a, a sad situation all around. Um, and I, I wish the best for, for those children, quite honestly. Uh, all those women mentioned that could have had Kion. Hopefully they do step into this situation to take care of the others. It's, it's, it's sad. It's really sad. And it burns me up. Because I I used to live in D.C. and I saw these mothers and it hurts seeing someone, you know, is strung out and they have a child and you can't do anything. You can't do anything because, I mean, calling the police, that's one thing, but they need proof. They need proof that this parent is unfit. Because by the time they get there, let's say they follow like they, they they follow up once that person is back home. They could have come down off that high and they seem perfectly normal. Maybe they are just sleep deprived. That that's a thing as well. Overall, like if you see a child being abused or neglected, contact police. Contact child protective services again and again and again. The main thing is having records that this has happened repeatedly because Many a times when it's reported the first time, maybe even the second time, it's like, oh, it's a one-off. We'll continue to monitor the situation. This situation doesn't require monitoring any longer. It requires action. (sighs) I apologize for the rant, but in closing, I appreciate you all so much for listening. And of course, if you see that a child is being neglected, please report it and document it. Do all that is possible because you can save a life. Everyone have a great day and I will see you guys next time.